Welcome back to the Chicano Mundo Podcast. I am your host, Sigi Jimenez, and we made it on to episode four, baby. And I hope you're enjoying the podcast as much as I am making them for you. Big shout outs to LA Times columnist Gustavo Ariano. He told me to send him the link in the DMs. That's what I did. It goes down in the DMs, baby. And hopefully I get to hear from him soon. It's a nice highlight this early in the game. Go follow him and go buy his book, Ask a Mexican. Hella funny with interesting facts and some wild theories on some topics. I love that book. I might have to read it a third time. But I have so many new books and not enough time. I'm going to have to make room for it. And speaking of time, I think it's time to let you know a little about myself. And... I think after that, we'll just get into some current issue that that's going on in the world and get a Chicano point of view. So. My name is Sigi Jimenez, I'm a 32 year old Vato who loves everything about the Chicano culture. From the music to the movement of the 60s, I love to learn about our past and what I'm what I'm enjoying about this podcast is I'm digging deeper into the past. Like I had no idea this Pachuco Calo language, like origins or like the big population and of Mexicans in the Midwest. Like I had no idea about any of that shit until recently. And, and I'm learning with you and, and I deeply appreciate that. And I hope you're enjoying them as well. And my hope for this podcast is just to get artists, writers, journalists, historians, anybody in the Chicano sphere to interview. So, you know, so we could just shine light on the culture and, you know, have us be proud of this, of this Chicano culture that we have. Because we are being portrayed differently in society. And for me a lot more to Chicano than being Mexican-American. It's a movement. It's a culture with art and music. And we, we, got, we got a history and we have a future. And my vision is to shine light on it. And the good, the bad, the ugly. So we're going to talk about some things. And those are the goals and that's the plan. And if you want me to talk about something or shine light on something that you find interesting in the Chicano culture, Chicano world, just let me know. Now look it up and then we'll try to get it on the podcast. So that's my perspective. That's my ideas. That's my vision. Hopefully, hopefully you guys and gals could come along for it. And hopefully you guys enjoy it. But we're going to keep on working at it. And we're going to keep on pushing. I'm going to keep on trucking. We're four episodes in. 200 downloads. And uh, I think we're doing quite well. So we'll see what the next 20 or 100 episodes 
are like and hopefully it grows and just expands and expands there ain't no stopping this wave i'm gonna keep on pushing because that's what i do that's what mexicans do just keep on working and working and working and working so anyways let's talk about some shit that's going on in the world in the news what what what's interesting me what's 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 of interest You guys know about the 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 Cong- Congress ladies beefing it. You know the representatives of the House, uh, Representative Taylor Green and Representative AOC. They be beefing, and so the story goes: Green came up and confronted AOC and demanded a debate on the Green New Deal, and. I guess she was screaming at her. AOC turned around, put her hands up in the air. I don't know, in frustration or calling her out. And after that, Green ran up on her on some G shit. She started started calling her names, you know, calling her terrorists, Antifa, socialists. Uh, excuse me. And and now they're beefing on Twitter. Uh, they're they're sending some, I don't know if it's on Twitter, but it's on the social media news. AOC is calling her, her calling her unwell and her perception of reality is off. Basically calling her like a crazy bitch. And there's a lot of trash talking going on between these two. And I think it'd been going on for a while now. Um... I know I seen videos of Green like mocking her on her first year, like in the in the house, telling her to take her diaper off and just harassing her through through the mailbox door to to her office, and just just belittling her, just talking mad shit. She's going after everyone on the Democratic side, the squad. She's going ham on them. And, and yeah, so there's a lot of trash talking going on. And it got me thinking, who the fuck will win in a fight if they, if them two actually got in an altercation? Well, let's break down the stats. Let's, let's see what, what, what these two, two people got going on. Green, he's from, from this town in Georgia. AOC's from the Bronx, New York. Concrete jungles. Green. The two A supporters, so she's probably strapping. Got the cuete in her in her purse. You know that concealed carry permit. AOC. Obviously against guns guns, so she ain't packing no heat. Green got the QAnon people who rushed the Capitol on January 6, thousand one. How fucked up is that, huh? She got, she got, she got her own people, her own little terrorists. And AOC got, got the squad, which I don't think is much of a help. But I'm pretty sure they could bang it out. And, and I think it's pretty even, but 
But I think AOC got it. You know, she got that little, you know, that that New York concrete jungle mentality, you know. She'll probably fuck her up. I mean, the age different as well. I mean, AOC is what? 31? 32? Green is like, I think it's somewhere in her 40s, mid 40s. But I, I, you know, this whole situation and all that, I think there's more to it. I think, I think Green is jealous of AOC. Because, I mean, she attacks the squad, but she's going hard on, the AO, on AOC, like, heavy. And I think she's jealous because AOC, she's fine as hell. She's beautiful Puerto Rican. She got that Puerto Rican New York Stilo. AOC got the country-wide fan base. You know, 12 million followers on Twitter. Which Towers Green's misly like 200,000 followers. And AOC just has this big present on social media. And I think Green is hella jealous of her. You know, and AOC is a big, the biggest troll in the world, right? Like even when Texas, the power grid, the, the power grid went down. Ted Cruz took off to Cancun and AOC went to Texas. And she put that shit on blast. Like, like AOC is crazy like that. She's down like that. And, like, she'll go up against her own party. Like, I don't really know much about Green. But I think Green is, like, jealous. Jealous of her looks. Jealous of her popularity. And what do you do when you're jealous? You harass them. You belittle them, man. And... Green, all she claims is she wants to debate her heavy on the Green New Deal. And I think AOC needs to debate her. Why are you hiding, AOC? You need, you just need to go in and fucking debate that hyena. What you scared of? But anyways. What else is going on in the world? What about the five migrant girls that were left out in the desert? The, what, the three Guatemalans and two Salvadorians? Youngest was like 11 months and the oldest, seven or 11. I'm not, I don't remember what the age was, but it was barely, I remember the 11 month, but I'm not too sure who was the oldest. I know it was before 12. But yeah, that's fucking wild. And I guess when they found them, they they had numbers on their hands. The baby had numbers on the diapers to families and relatives in the in the state. But it, but it's pretty fucked up that that they were left out in the desert by themselves. It wasn't the first time like we've seen this in the news, right? A couple of weeks ago, the eleven-year-old boy. That video came out and he was crying and saying that he was left alone. Like, that's hella traumatizing. That's hella fucked up. And. And I don't know what to make of the situation because there's a lot of. uh, People are torn and split between this. There's one half saying, well, they're just sacrificing to come to a better life. Other people are like. Why would the parents leave, let them go? 
on themselves by themselves. And I'm torn between it too. Like I cannot, I cannot imagine myself leaving. I'm a parent. I'm a dad to two daughters. And I cannot imagine myself like letting my daughters go on this journey, 3000 mile journey to come to the United States when, where they don't know anyone. And it frustrates me because like, I can't put myself in their shoes. Like, I don't know what's going on over there. They're probably going to some tremendous shit and they have no hope. And the only hope that they have is to send their kids over here for a better life. And that whole situation is just, just ugly. And if I had my own take on it, it would be that just travel with your kids. Like if you're going to send your kids over here, come along with them. You're already sacrificing everything. Might as well sacrifice yourself. The parents, at least you will know that they will, they will be safe. And I have complete strangers just take him and then leave him out in the desert. And who knows what could have happened. I don't know if these coyotes knew like people were, were going to come and spot them. It's just a fucked up situation. And the way this shit's going with all these unaccompanied minors just in these detention centers. It's not fair for them. It's not fair for us. It's. I think the bigger picture on how to fix this situation is just so out of reach for uh, for us that there is like no, no way to fix it because it just goes. It goes bigger than traveling, than migrating. There has to be some major, major reforms for these countries on how they they get their economic plans going, these jobs going. And you hear a lot about corruption and and dirty business going on. And, you know, the the misinformation that they're probably getting from people saying like, since the new administration came in that they're letting everybody in, which they're not. So I think there also needs to be some kind of communication, right? Like telling like, look, you come over here, you're not going to get in. It's not a, a free for all. But even though, you know, that's what they portrayed, right? They're saying like when Trump, they were like, that didn't even stop. Was Trump? They didn't even stop. There were still more people coming through. I don't know. It's it's just a sad situation, and I wish nothing for the best for these girls and everyone that is over here on the company. Hopefully, you guys could succeed and overcome and be part of the American dream and the American journey. Because I, you know, I just wish for everyone to succeed. And if coming over here will will make you a better person and help your family out then come on through but I just hate that you're going through the situation without your parents fucking sucks man yeah I don't I don't know what what else to say about that matter it's just just unfortunate
And I think I think I'm gonna get like a like a co co-host on these episodes because at least that will keep the conversation going. It's kind of kind of strange just talking to yourself. It's kind of weird, right? I don't know. We'll just keep on going with the flow. Why stop here? Why stop now? Just send me some message. What do you think in your opinions and your ideas? I don't know. Whatever's clever. And let's see what else is going on in the news. Let me, let me look this shit up. Some some interesting shit. Some wild shit that's going on. Oh yeah, is it is it the end of the world or what? Are we going into World War Three? That shit that's going on with um, Israel and Palestine. Pretty wild, huh? Pretty interesting. Uh, pretty interesting events that are going on with this, with this Palestine and Israel conflict. I know I see a lot of people in support of Palestine. They want Palestine free, which is a whole different mentality and mindset. Because ten years ago, fifteen years ago. No one would ever back up like Palestine. There was this weird stereotype going on. Well, that was in the midst of the, you know, the 9-11 attacks and the terrorist attacks and going to war with countries in the Middle East. And they probably, you know, thought they were like terrorist groups or some shit. So you never seen that and it's like a complete total change of events now we see a lot of people like in support of Palestine and hoping that they 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 overcome this apartheid that is going on in Israel and if you guys don't know anything of what's going on in that region it is so so wild it's so interesting like I've been knowing about this and I'm glad that the light is being shined on this So we'll take it back. I'll give you like a, you know, quick insight on how this whole situation came. So Israel, the country was only was formed in 1948. And the way they got formed is they just arrived to this Palestine country or whatever and just started taking over the land. And they were backed by Americans and uh, the U.S government were funding them and they and they build this military superpower out in the middle east and israel would was you know just taking over palestinian palestines and people's land at will with no disregards to human life they want that land they will just they will just boot you off and the, in Palestine they're dealing with this apartheid and they're being called terrorists and it's unfortunate because innocent kids are dying innocent people are dying innocent people are just losing their houses and i don't see no 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 end to it I think it's just going to continue until the end of time like when you have two different countries and they're both 
religiously strong minded, which is backed, you know, by whatever religion they have. Like Israel, they claim that this was their land given by God. And then, you know, Palestine, Palestinians, they were always there. And it continues, this hatred towards each other is, is growing and growing more. With the more deaf and the more disenfranchised somebody gets and the more Israel keeps on attacking them and taking over land. That hate is just going to continue and continue. And there's like, I don't see no change in it. I don't see no hope in it. Hopefully, maybe in the future, a lot of people are talking about it. So hopefully we can have a change. But I remember like seeing this on the news when I was a kid. And I'm pretty sure it went on way before I was born. So. So we'll see interesting facts, interesting things. I don't know. I'm just waiting for aliens to arrive. That's all I'm hoping for. Maybe the aliens will help us out. Yo, E.T., if you're out there, just, just you know, just throw us a life raft. You know, throw us a life raft. You know, we drowning out here. We want peace. Anyways, short episode. Trying this out. Hopefully you enjoy it. Chicano Mundo. On all podcast platforms. And I am on social media. So come find me. Come send me a message. Let's go. Arato. Just my tight face Comic sense of all the fun The way you simile like a brightly